Live from the TFC training ground because they let us use it too. Thanks, Bill. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. It's, it's pretty much open access at this point. Is that Gabe Gower? I think it is. He's carrying a for lease sign? Don't, don't you have a house to sell, guy? Oh, I spot one of Adrian Can's abs. Raise your voice. Oh. I know. You know who's what? working the masseuse room? Who? Rivas Iskandovich. It's amazing. No. It's got, this, oh. got the whole oh scent of candles and everything. It's quite oh. weirdly. I got to book some time after after these wind sprints. And He's by wind sprints, well. I mean this yeah. stroll. Okay. Yeah. It's nice that they give us this corner, though, right? Like, this is a oh, good absolutely. space. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they just, I'm flattered, but I mean, I kind of get the feeling that just anybody can just call up and. Get, it, yeah. get the get them space in here. But anyway. I'm I'm fairly certain that's Laurent Robert over there. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Everyone jump. Laurent Robert? Right. Well, I mean, at this point, they've completely ignored him. So it's mm. you wouldn't even know he was there anyway. True. <laughs> oh. This is gonna be fun. I should have brought my autograph book. True. Mm. All right. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Woke Minority Podcast. The podcast says, hey, a tiny Italian is just what the doctor ordered. On this week's episode, we look back at the what's been happening at the World Cup, which is a lot. It's been so much fun. Uh, preview the final this weekend. Talk some tasty TFC coaching rumors. Look ahead to this weekend's TFC match. That's right. They still play. And more. Now this week's panel. He says, why not, Warburton? Welcome to Duncan Fletcher. Is it why not, Warburton? Yeah, he's also one of the rumored. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah, fuck it, let's go. Why not? Exactly. I mean, of all of the ones that are in the rumored, I'm like, yes, this one seems reasonable to me. <laughs> Um, Coach Bobby coaching both of his teams, he might explode. Say hello to Mark Hinckley. Okay, now when you say he might explode, I assume I mean, I mean you, yes. No, Not I assume Bobby because, I mean, he looks like he's about to explode when Forge are winning. I can't, I can't even <laughs> fathom what that looks like, him having to deal with two teams. I mean, he might be able to pull it off because tactically, I mean. Fair. The guy, jeez. The secrets are in the beard. If he just and if he takes the four oh seven, he should be able to get up there and back pretty fast, right? So it'll be fine. Mm. At, this, at this point, team helicopter, which Bill wouldn't loan us. Oh. Anyway, asked, I'm not mad. I, I'm not mad. I'm just no, disappointed. I, I yeah. It's fine, Bill. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's next next year, maybe maybe for Christmas. Maybe for Christmas. We'll keep trying. We'll keep trying. Mm. Um, not with us, but did mention to me that he was wondering if Herdman can complete a coaching Canadian trifecta. Tony can't be with us this week. Um, oh. As for me, everyone knows that I am a huge fan of Robbo. So I admit, tiny part of me is tempted. Uh, but probably not. I am your host, Kristen Holes, and now to our show. Old man. <laughs> Hello. All right. Uh, what's been happening? And as everything has, has been for the last few shows, uh, what's been happening is the Women's World Cup down under and the quarterfinals 
continue to make this one of the best World Cups. Um, drama in you know a couple of the matches, easily exciting finishes, um, and at least one to me anyway, very surprising result. Uh, but the team that lost should have played for the whole match. Um, so we had Spain versus Netherlands, Japan versus Sweden, England versus Colombia, Australia versus France. Now, when you look at these, you think, I think I know who's going to advance. And he would only be half right. Mm. Um, yeah, it's uh, extra time, more penalties. This World Cup has had a lot of penalties. Hasn't it seemed very sure. everything going to penalties heavy this year? Like more so than like any World Cup? Oh, I need a stat. Martin Bailey, if you're listening, do you have stats for this? Everything's strong, but there's definitely been a lot of them. I would agree with that. And, yeah, uh, I feel like, oh, I know everything is exaggerating, but yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like there've been there've been a couple of the men's World Cups where there was two penalty shootouts per round until it got to the quarters or sorry, until it got to the semis. Um, it, 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 I think it just seems like a lot. Cause I don't think there were that many in the last couple men's world cups. It, that didn't really feel like it went to too many penalties. Um, and also there, these ones, seem, this one seemed to have had like a lot more in the early rounds. I don't know. I could yes, be making this maybe up. that's what it is because there just it just seems like, yeah, every match day that we talk about, and I again, I'd have to go look at the results properly. Um, that there's been at least one match that's gone to penalties, um, which you know what I, I don't like penalties. They annoy me greatly. They're the worst. Um, but I do sort of appreciate the just how how hard these games have been played that no one no, everyone's just like no fuck you we're gonna keep playing um it's been a fun world cup i know i keep saying that but it no, really has i i will i yeah. will concur with that based on a friend of mine who does not normally sports Ooh, um, go on yeah so um my uh my 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 best friend's wife um has admittedly been watching a lot of the world cup like in the not not live but like in the morning when they're doing the replays <clears throat> and uh her her daughter my goddaughter um she'll put on and the kids watching like she's just riveted by the footy and she's four so like that's awesome <laughs> so i was over at uh, i was over at their place on saturday night and they were showing the replay of the um, Australia France penalty shootout. Or like, oh, nice! When I arrived, I sorry. When I arrived, it was just ending regular time, so it was to the point of the uh, the penalty shootout. And as it was going on, she was losing her mind. Not the little girl, my my buddy's wife. It just mesmerized by like, I can't believe this! I can't. Like these women are so good. These they're so good. I'm like, yeah, yeah, they are. Like, not to kind of like rub it in or anything like that, but I've known that 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 women's football is basically moving strength to strength, and this World Cup has been 
pretty much fantastic from a performance point of view. Whether whether it's a good game or surprise upset or just wonderful, wonderful football. Um, but the fact that somebody doesn't know it can recognize it too, I think is I think that is a better benchmark as to how good something is when a neutral can go, holy shit. Yeah. This is amazing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I think of like I think of pro wrestling because I do. Um, if somebody who doesn't watch wrestling recognizes that the matches that's on is incredible, then that's when like that's that's how I know because I've seen that where people who don't watch wrestling will watch a match go, "This is amazing." Yeah, being somebody who watches a, a soccer game who wouldn't typically know what a good match necessarily looks like, like from a technical standpoint, is going, "Holy shit, this is amazing!" And that was a fantastic game. It really was like from the parts that from the the extra time was incredible. The penalties were bananas, mental, fucking bananas. Like I okay, like I know this this match wasn't first upon the list, but let's 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 just talk about this match because <laughs> no, it's fine. I jumped but like, the queue, everybody. Hell? Sorry, do it. That's 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 no, the, that's why the conversation so is good. God. <laughs> I'm Duncan, very excited about this. all of it. <laughs> Tony's fault for sure. Oh, one hundred percent. Oh, obviously. I take that back, Kristen. Um, <laughs> that son but, of a bitch. Like, what a freaking what one what a freaking game that was! Like, come on now. Um, fucking Australia, man. Ten rounds. Ten rounds of penalty. Like, the hell! My God. Goalie kicks. Goalie. I know we were. Goalie. It's a it's a shame that the Aussie keeper was high up the list to take a penalty because honestly, I needed it to get to like eleventh on the list. Goalie. I know. Goalie penalties. But it it they Australia had other plans, so thanks a lot there, Gaffer, jerk. <laughs> but uh, oh, I, I did I. This, this, well, you know, out of the two, what I consider the two surprise results, and this is, this is one. Although, again, I realize I'm probably, I probably have not been giving Australia enough credit for their play through the tournament. I think I'm still just mad at them, but um, perhaps I should maybe give them some. I mean, it's, it's fair. It's fair. I mean, I also feel like they, they've deserved everything they've done to this. Oh, yeah. But, you know, Canada notwithstanding, they all, they did deserve to beat the crap out of Canada, but they're I I still can't tell if they're the real deal or they're just getting the home field bump, and that's not to diminish their ability. No, I know because they I are know. legit. Like it's like it's it's like they're. I think I said this. I might have said this in the last episode or the episode before. It's like they're a seven out of ten, but they get a plus one for being at home, which now puts them in one of the elite sides in the planet you know what i mean and but, that's something that happens a lot so it's not like oh well you can't um, discount I, that for gonna, i i feel yeah. like though i don't i have never seen a middling team punch above teams their weights you know what i mean aside from maybe korea when they hosted the men's world cup but that apparently was just riddled with corruption um because yeah. that's how they got to the the knockouts, or, the, or sorry, nine, that's how they got those Nineteen sixty-six. Oh yeah, but yeah. they were, but were, but was England like a hot mess going into that World Cup, or were they one of the better sides? 
I, I don't think they were favorites to win by any means. Fair. Okay. But um, yeah, you know, it, it, I think it's a fairly of, uh, standard thing to expect, you know. In Canada, Canada didn't do anything in 2011 and then got to the quarterfinals in 2015 when they were at home. It's true. Mm, that's interesting. Haven't done much um, since in World Cups. <laughs> oh god canada and world cups man it's just the most depressing thing ever um but i still like i i was still expecting i fully expected france to win this just because in my mind and having watched you know a fair amount of france through this tournament and a fair amount of australia france is the better team um you know i just you know they have better they have better it's it but this 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 keeper Mackenzie arnold like because like France scores goals, it's what they do. Um, and then you also throw Wendy Renard out there just to destroy people, just because it's fun. Um, but like, she was so good. She was so good in this match, and she's like probably the reason um, that they won. Not again. Not that the rest of the team didn't do well, and obviously penalties win out. But she was just she was so good. Anyway, it's just crazy. So. Congratulations, Australia. Like, go on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. That's wild. Um, I didn't. I, I was watching Lord of the Rings, so I, I, I don't know what to uh, what to say about that penalty shootout. I missed it all. But, uh, you know, hey, Frodo did something fun and cute. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think I did so the thing on Twitter. There was a video that was on there for I basically showed some Australian plane and in which every single seat TV was like tuned oh, yeah, to the, was uh, on. the penalty oh, shootout, except, except that one guy. person watching Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. Sorry, it took me a second. I yeah, I'd I forgotten did, I, that actually. I didn't see that at all. I yeah, legit there was thought a you were confused. Uh, what the fuck is he talking about? Uh, reception to that guilty. Thing. Yeah, that was mm. me. I just did that. Thanks, man. Sorry that that is that is a pretty iconic video clip. Yeah, it was great. Like every every screen, and then you see this one guy. I hope five rows up who's watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> they win. Everyone freaks out. He's still watching Lord of the Rings. It's great. And you, um, you like to hope he'd have been just like kind of sneaking looks at everyone else's TVs around him, and yeah, he doesn't need to change his. Knows, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. All in all, uh, you know, it, it's always nice for the host country to get on a uh, a bit of a run and everything before, Indeed. you know, sort of tragically and perhaps a little unfairly losing to a theoretically better team. But, you know, after you've been in, in the semifinal. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, um, it's a great run for Australia. I happy it, for it really them. is. It yeah, really wow. is. Good what a run to the semis. Brilliant. <laughs> they, they look back on this as a, a real... A real cultural high point and uh, a real yeah, moment that brings the country together. That uh, that summer that they, they made the the World Cup at World Cup semi-finals at home. It's going to go down in uh, Australian law, and then they lose to England mm. <laughs> on penalties. <laughs> Probably. Um. So it's funny. Like, so we're gonna, I want to just talk about Spain Netherlands for a minute. Um, because not 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 just that that Spain won. Congratulations, Spain. Um, but uh, the fact that and one, something we haven't talked about 
with this um, with this Spanish team, other than the fact that they got you know destroyed by Japan in there and you know back in one of the group matches. But heading into the World Cup, this World Cup, they'd only ever won one of their previous seven World Cup matches. Um, they have also come into this. They, they're another one of those one of those teams that is fighting with their federation um, so much so that they're without most of their top players who who quit before the World Cup um, because they don't like the coach and. Spain Federation was like, all right, bye. So a lot of the players on this team are younger and unproven players. Um, the the young woman, um, Parayelo, who scored the winning goal, like she's only 19 um, and, you know, has been, you know, very good uh, in the time that she's played. But it's been one of those it's really it's an interesting thing like it's it's like it's like you know you want like do you support the players that like said no fuck you because this coach is horrible and mean and we hate him do you support the players that are playing do you just like disassociate yourself from (laughs) it's just like ah sort of like forget about that stuff because i had kind of forgotten about it until i heard saw someone mention it um in the round of 16 I was like oh shit that's right like these are not a bunch of their top players are missing and a bunch more just you know not there um so it's a sort of an interesting thing but massive props to these players for their progression through this tournament um like you have to like full full respect and again I I pretty well not pretty much i well no i pretty much always cheer for spain anyway but like full marks to them for looking like really I, i've watched you know like they look they look better every match and um yeah it's been it's another one of those really interesting stories around this world cup um although it's a bit depressing how many squads are fighting with their federations it's a bit it's a bit it's a bit sad mm-hmm. Yeah, is it sad or is this a? It's it's sad that they have to fight, but it's good that yeah. they are fighting, and hopefully, good things will come from that. And uh, you know, this is a, a good, uh, you know, just uprising, uh, if you will. I mean, you we're hearing the the people sing, singing the songs of angry women uh, against uh, their teams here, and it's. You know, FIFA's having to kind of make arrangements. So, right, well, yeah, Helen we'll, Reddy, we'll, I hear. Maybe we'll make our payments to the players rather than the federations. And I think, yeah. you know, potentially this whole sort of time, everything that's kind of going on right now will lead to uh, positive changes. So, you know, it's kind of sad that it has to happen and that it's probably been mm-hmm. a distraction <clears throat> to a bunch of players during the World Cup. But generally, uh, yeah, this is good. Let's go. Let's, uh, yeah, fight the power. Yeah. Hell yeah. So Sweden beat Japan. Yeah. Yeah. The fuck? I just... I don't understand. Like, this one hurts... This one actually hurts my soul a little bit. Like, I, I'm, I'm sad that Colombia lost to England, but England were 
definitely better in that match. Um, and Columbia can be very proud of the things they did in the tournament. But this, this makes no sense to me. And I don't. Yeah. How do you how do you basically just not play? For more than half, like, I, I don't understand. Mark, I, I don't. I don't know. I I I feel like I like. I I watched. I think I ended up watching half of it, and then had to go catch the replay to see the the first two goals, and I didn't get it. Like Japan are a better team. Japan are a way oh, fucking better team. I know. And, it's and, just and it's almost I like I. I don't even think it was it looked like that the 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 Swedes managed to somehow lock up like it was like a virtual bus parking it didn't look like a bus parking but somehow well, yeah, but, anywhere in that 18 yeah. just didn't happen it was just all of a sudden as soon as the ball looked like it was it would just clog up and then immediately disappear like it didn't look like there was like eight people in the box right so it just never seemed like Japan got it felt like Japan never really got any meaningful attempts at goal. And then going the other way, Sweden just scored like what two counterattacks? Yeah. Or, sorry, one was a set piece, one was a counterattack. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so the set piece, all right, sure. Yeah. Okay, that was that was legit. And the counterattack was like well, no, it's sorry. It was well, it was a it was a penalty. Um, oh, sorry, it was a penalty, not a counterattack. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, and then Japan missed a penalty. Well, off the crossbar. Ugh. Uncharacteristic. But just the just the fact that, that Japan. Who, yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, yeah, but like Japan, who's basically been scoring goals for fun in this tournament. And looking like um, Brazil. 14, 14 goals. Hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I don't. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I still don't get it. I watched it. I didn't get it. Um, I'm still not <laughs> getting it. I refuse to accept. I mean, Sweden are out. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But like. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But like. Okay. Like, I, I don't. This is probably it's the one result I just still can't mm -hmm. quite digest yet. And and the the whole I mean, not that, you know, this this one podcaster's opinion should hold up the entire World Cup or any tournament. <laughs> Cause it's moved on, Mark. It has moved the ever loving fuck on and left you behind while you wonder with the rest of the Japanese supporters. The fuck happened? <laughs> So, um, yeah, I just... I think Sweden's reputation has always been very defensively. They're pretty good. So, you know, it's, it's not just about what the fuck did Japan do. It's more about, uh, okay, what did Sweden do to Japan? Yeah, there's two teams out there. Flummoxed them. Apparently, yes. It's, uh, yeah, do I fully understand it? No, but all right, I guess well done, Japan. You know, it's probably similar to, you know, sort of, Canada at the Olympics in 2021. It's like, well, how did that happen? Really, you know, yeah. 
you know, as much as anything, just like shutting down teams that are better than them. How exactly? Oh, that makes no sense, but <laughs> there it is. But there it is, nonetheless. Mm. Although, oh, funnily enough, Sweden eliminated Japan at the Tokyo Olympics. Mm. And then lost right. to Canada. Yeah, that's right. With their, Sweden with their low kids. Were Olympic finalists. It's not like they're like completely yeah. nothing. It's no, no, that's true. I think it's just the form of Japan through the tournament has been so like start like like, like steamrolling, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think and I think that's what it is. Against Spain, so it, it's not like it was all just against nobody teams or anything. That was Spain was one of them that they absolutely crushed. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. These things can happen. So with with yeah, so with Japan being out, um, this uh, whoever wins will be it'll be their first time. We'll have a first time winner uh, for the Women's World Cup this year. Which is exciting. I love it. Already love it. Um, and then yes, like as we mentioned, um, England beat Colombia. You know that was that was out of out of the four was probably the most fun match to watch, just in terms of like constant end to end action. Um, although you know the Colombian side did not get. They were not able to feed off of what was very much a home crowd. <laughs> it was. <laughs> they may not have all been Colombian, but oh my, they were cheering for them. Holy crap! Um, my yeah, God. it. Uh, I just realized I did not. I did not see the highlights of the uh, England Colombia match. That first Colombia, the the Colombia goal. Oh, the 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 goal! Was, it was, was just art. glorious. Fucking like, art, do if you're like I me, you so forgot happy. about this match. Do yourself a favor. Check out that goal. Like it's just weighted. Chip, they she chipped the keeper, but it was perfect. Didn't go too high. Goalie wasn't even off the line. Just arced perfectly over. Oh yeah, could not reach it. Tucked under the bar. Like it's just, it's the it's the type of. How can I put this? Crafty, I want to punch you in the face type of goal. You want to score on people you don't like. Like, it's just it's almost almost offensive, but it's like, at its core, it's still incredible, pure skill. Yeah. But like, you would and never, then, fuck, you would do it. If your goal, like, if you were playing against your friend, you would either do it to them because you could, and it was hilarious, and it would embarrass them, or you're doing it to humiliate somebody else. Like it's just you just don't do this. Incredible. I've I've now watched it four times. Watching the replay, and it's yeah, that's a it's a fine ass goal. Let's just leave it at that. And then um, the first England goal, like, just is heartbreaking because um, yeah. the keeper who ultimately ended up getting subbed out as well. Um, later on in the match, like just miscontrolled, like just miss, just didn't get the ball. Like I thought she had the ball and then, Oh no, she, she doesn't have, no. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I, and that, that should have been just a very routine, all right, come out, follow the smother the ball, move on. Yeah. But I, Oh yeah. Now, oh, now, yeah. Is not, now is not the time for that to happen. Everyone. No. 
that's so yeah that and and then it was and it was late it was late in like the stoppage time for for the the first half too right so it was like that momentum going into the half it's just like oh yeah all the all the oxygen sucked out of the right out of the lungs just yeah so um yeah yeah Uh, that's Oh, but again, like I said, fair play to Columbia for um, just their performance at this World Cup. That's the the furthest they've gotten. Um, they've acquitted themselves incredibly well. Also, they wore those stunning kits. Please, I can't, I need those to go on sale so I can get one. <laughs> I want one so badly. They're so pretty. It's um, I hear it's uh it's uh, in homage to uh, space. It's not space. It's a river. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the. Uh, I'll just keep. I, I am going to keep Bogota telling myself that. Uh, observatory would, tell, would say otherwise, Kristen. <laughs> you know, there was this podcast I've heard about where they talk about kids. They're Apparently. assholes. Who would you. Why would you even <laughs> suggest it? I know what you're talking about. The one guy's good. The one woman, she's all right. The other two, complete. Oh, yeah. No, they're absolute awful. nonsense. Just they don't know. Yeah. Anything. Agreed. Agreed. Complete okay. and absolute nonces. Did you just say? Yeah, I went N O N C E S. Yes. Nonces. Okay. I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing to the audience that unfortunately that whole diatribe kind of cut out. That was you, Dunk. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was. But I wanted to bring you back in. Uh, I hope it worked. Yeah, and it, it's harsh, but harsh, but fair. Harsh, but fair. Yeah, yeah. If, if you met them, you'd understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't listen to this, so I'm not, I don't feel bad. Well, let's move on. We're going to talk about the semifinals uh, in a little bit. Uh, let's move on to what we're talking about, because there's a lot um, that hopefully, <laughs> she says, hopefully we get through it quickly. <laughs> um, and it is, I know we haven't talked about TFC much lately, but it's pretty TFC heavy just because... Apparently stuff happens with this team still. Who knows? Um, What we're going to start off with is that there's actually finally some coaching rumors because there's been nothing, nothing. It's been so quiet. I almost didn't care who the rumors were about because I, 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 it's, I'm hard pressed to remember a time when so little information has been either coming out of the TFC camp or that just anybody is making up rumors player rumors. Sure. 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 And we're going to talk about one of those, but the coaching thing, because originally it was like, Terry's got four games and then he's, then he's done. Well, that's, that's not happened. You know, his, his best before date was like a month ago. He's still here. Um, so Joshua cloak, uh, friend of the podcast, uh, writer for The Athletic, put out an article with some very interesting information. Um, one of which we've heard many times is uh, Bobby Smirniotis, except for it sounds like they've actually talked to him this time. Usually it's just wishful thinking. Um, Carl Robinson who currently is a, a co- assistant coach for Wayne Rooney over in, over at DCU um, mm-hmm. famously did not do a great job at coaching the white caps. Um, 
but you know as again i have a soft spot for carl i'd almost be okay with it but still uh, he's probably not the coach they need but the one that literally does surprise me it does surprise me um because it sounds like they've actually had like a chat is john herdman Mm-hmm. I was like, what? I don't, like, what? <laughs> Seriously? Uh, you know what? Out of the three of them, I... he makes the most sense, I feel. And, okay, so here's... True. Like, if if I want a coach who can change the attitude and culture in the room. I don't know what Robo can do. Mm. I don't know how Bobby could do it, <laughs> but he could. Herdman could. Um, he's managed to convince players to sign up for the, for Canada who wouldn't even consider it mostly because they were not even paid attention to, but I feel like he's, he's, he's like a proper motivator. So, like people, somebody who can get people to buy into a thing. Again, I don't know much about Robbo's coaching resume other than what he did out in Vancouver. Mm. And Smirniotis yeah. feels like he needs to be. And again, this is just like seeing how he does interviews. And every time I see him do any kind of press, I kind of feel like he needs to be the big dog in the room. Like, if Sir Alex Ferguson had passed away, he would be Sir Alex reincarnate. Like, it's just a bit old school. Tactically, it's not the same, but like, I feel like he has a hairdryer treatment all on his own. Um, Herdman would be the person who could adjust a culture, who could get people to understand at least a tactic or a vision and try to build off of something with, like when you consider like a national team like Canada, where while there's a lot of talented players, you only have so much elite talent at your disposal. And to turn that into a team that dominated their way into a World Cup, results notwithstanding, which was unprecedented, I'm kind of thinking he's like, he could be like the player whisperer, you know? I was just, I was literally just going to say those exact words if you didn't. Sorry. Um, no, 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 no. I appreciate a shared wavelength. It's good. But like, but, but to me, it's like that, not that Canada and TFC are the same fucking thing because they're both its own mess. Um, uh-huh. But based on what I can, what I understand, which is, you know, my limited fandom. And what I see the problem at TFC is, which again, limited fandom. If I was the one making the picks, this would be a good move. And and the Latin is the last thing. Um after after a World Cup cycle and a gold cup that was eh. Good time to pull the parachute. Also. Something that just sort of occurred to me as you were talking about Herdman's coaching style, but not, uh, something different. Um, he would certainly have the money and the resources that he often laments he does not have from Canada soccer with TFC. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, the one obvious 
thing that TFC has that Canada doesn't is TFC is theoretically as long as the uh, the money keeps coming in uh, is like a a big fish in its respective bond. Uh, financially speaking, all these ways Canada uh, is not and has very much boxed itself into not being a big fish ever for like the next 20 years or whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, you know, I mean, if he's getting frustrated with the limitations there and, you know, probably having to get frustrated dealing with what is probably a pretty frustrated player group um, that mm-hmm. you know, obviously as a national team, it's very difficult to, you know, sort of refresh a, a player group because you can't just transfer people in and transfer people out or anything like that. So, and if people are fucking grumpy and feeling unappreciated and everything, it's not like you can kick them out in person with somebody else. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I could see why you might be disillusioned with Canada and, uh, you know, TFC you know, potentially could be a, a better sort of place to be going. Um, I mean, I think, you know, this whole like article that came out was like these like, three people in particular that it, I mean, presumably there are other people out there that's Jason Hernandez, Bill Manning, whoever sort of are interviewing and they've just decided to kind of let these three sort of slip names. Just, hey, you know, mm-hmm. these are some th- things that like the, the fans know and might like and what have you. And yeah. Um I mean I presume and hope that's the case because if not, that's a lazy fucking scout search. Uh, it's just like, hey, well, there's this guy down the road. He seems to be doing okay. Um, <laughs> this guy kind of, Canada, he kind of comes he might still have a condo then. in Etobicoke. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the, the, oh, this, that, that guy who used to play for us, I feel like people liked him when he was here. Uh, yeah, let's go with those guys. You know, Presumably there's more like things out there. There's more people being interviewed and everything. And this is maybe just a bit of a sort of kind of PR thing that's that's put out. So hey, here's a sort of local like people with local ties that the fans might like. But um, yeah, I, I mean, Herdman would hopefully work. I, I think you know it's maybe a better place for him. But uh, and he's never really we were talking about him as like the, the coach whisperer or what have you. Sorry, the player whisperer. I mean, that's maybe a bit easier when, you know, people only come in like once every couple of months or something. I mean, it's probably pretty difficult to be Mr. Fucking Motivator you like, every fucking day of every fucking week, you know, 40-odd games a year kind of thing. Maybe it gets old pretty quickly. And uh, I don't know. I mean, so would his style be suited to a, a club team? Uh, we don't know. He hasn't really done that, has he? So it's a gamble. Uh, Bobby, you know, obviously he has definitely done it at a, uh, a club level and everything, but it's obviously been at uh, a, a lower level. Is he, uh, yeah, hopefully he could make that jump up. I think he's probably the one I'd probably have most faith in, actually just the basic skills to do the job. Um, but yeah, it, overall it's a bit of an underwhelming yeah three people i think and then yeah like like bravo again again obviously everyone knows i'm a massive fan of his as a player one of my favorite players to ever play for tfc 
Um, just, you know, love the guy. But I think until I, I, I like, I sort of like, to me, it's funny that he's an assistant coach to Wayne Rooney of all people, but I think like assistant coach is his level right now. And I think if he gets to maybe go be assistant mm-hmm. coach to somebody else, um, although who, who knows what DCU is going to do this year. Um, I don't even know where they are in the standings right now, but I think I'm, I'm good with him being back in MLS. I think it's a good place for him. Um, I'm glad that he's still staying in coaching because he always, that was something you knew that Carl Robinson was going to do. Um, and I think there's potential. I think like that, his first season with the white caps, it was like, Oh, okay. I can see some things happening here. And then, you know, part of it was loggerheads with the owners and, that's happened with lots of people because Whitecaps owners suck. Um, but, you know, he did not, he jumped around a lot um, in Australia. Uh, he was playing, did he, he coach in New Zealand? Like he just, it just seemed a little, a little frantic, a little frenetic. And I don't think mm. um, that, that regardless of the fact that he knows MLS and he knows TFC, again, most of these guys aren't going to know really who he is because let's 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 face it you know he was his time was some time ago um i don't know that that would be really a logical fit right now and and 10 years ago yeah i would have been like fuck yeah put robbo in charge 100 percent. but now mm, not so much mm-hmm. yeah i agree i think he's probably the the least whelming of uh of mm-hmm. those three and you know, there's there's nothing wrong with just being a, an assistant. Plenty of people done no. that. But I mean, hey, if if we're gonna go with old TFC players who've like been tech assistant coaches in MLS and everything, and maybe looking to move back into being a head coach, uh, I know I know at least one person who has been a lot more fucking successful than his assistant coach. And uh, you know, I, I think you can you know who I'm thinking of. He's done a pretty good job at Seattle over the years as an assistant. Wait, oh. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. Like Precky. Let's bring in Precky. Not Dwayne De Rosario, no. I was hoping oh, no. that's all bring that was. Back, bring back Precky. If, if we're you gonna know, do all sort of nostalgic old school 2010 TFC, whatever, blah 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 blah. You know, Brecky's a much better coach than Carl Robinson is. That's just facts. Many times over at many different places. So yeah, bring Precky in. You'll get fucking Bernie and Larry fucking in line. Yes. Yes. Or out the door. So he'll sort them out. <laughs> yeah. So Duncan, I have a question for you then. Go if Precky comes back to coach, do yeah. you start going to matches again? <laughs> no. Um I mean, sorry, baby, baby, right? Like, baby, I feel like that's Duncan bait right there. Baby steps. I'll, I'll, I'll start, you know, sort of watching more games on TV and see how it goes. Too much too fast. Yeah. Mm. Too, too much too fast. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We don't want to spook Duncan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, not mentioned in this article, but I have seen it in some tweets, sort of some of what I put in Duncan's um, intro was that Mark Warburton had also been they've had either a conversation or he's someone that's on their radar. And I'm like, can we hear more about him, please? Because that actually to me is like, Oh really? I'm listening. I I feel like his experience 
speaks for itself. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm sort of disappointed that there hasn't been actual more more chatter about that. Um, maybe people are just like, oh, I just saw this in a thing and making up stories. But I've seen it. I've seen a few different people mention it. And I'm like, hmm, this seems reasonable. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously sort of Brentford, I guess, you know, you know, a little bit further back from when they're sort of really good and everything and Rangers at a lower level. And it's all very, you know, British kind of lower level kind of things, but probably more or less I feel a like that's level MLS level yeah. sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, it could work. Um, you know, I... Yeah. I'm just thinking, it's, like, if we're gonna go, if we're gonna go English, you know, instead of Herdman, we go, you know, like out of the two. Just thinking in terms of, yeah, like managing, managing in strange situations and managing under the gun, which you know, British soccer often, you know, it's it's kind of like MLS in that way. You blink, and in a you know, a manager has been sacked. Um, but also having to like, you know, understands. At least managers different contracts, people coming in and out. I don't know. It just seems like I want to I want to I want this rumor to have more legs, I guess, than it does. Um not that I'm like, oh yeah, bring him in, bring him in, but out of like out of that grouping, I would I would rank him above Herdman. I'd be I'd be like him, Herdman, Smyrniatis, and Robo. Like that's my out of that out of those people, that's my list. If I had to choose, this is where I would go. Um Maybe. I mean, you know, it, it didn't work out for him at Nottingham Forest, obviously. True. That's kind of like looking true. through things uh, sort of here, there. Yes. And, you know, QPR, they, you know, you, you can't really judge anything by, oh, QPR, they're just ridiculous with their managers and everything. So, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. He, like, he's not the most successful, but anyway, I don't know. No, I mean, it, it's... You know, there's the experience there, and, and it is you know, potentially one of those things. Is like, oh well, you you, you found an Englishman. Oh wow! I, I mean, it, it does true. feel like very sort of oldie oldie timey TFC. So oldie timey TFC. It's um, warm and fuzzy. But nothing you know, nothing warm or fuzzy about old timey TFC. <laughs> <laughs> those were sad, long fucking days. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, if, if, so, you know, if you, if you kind of like look at your TFC, just Canadian soccer, whatever, and you think, you know, too many McDougals, then yeah, you probably don't want this yeah. guy, but you know, if you're kind of okay with the sort of British experience, then maybe, you know, it's, he's suddenly got more club experience than Herdman. He's had more success than Robinson. He's coached at a higher level than uh, it's it's still a little underwhelming, and you know, yes, you can, agreed. You can't imagine, uh, you know, sort of Larry and Bernie just all of a sudden. Oh, well, fuck yeah, let's go! I'm back on board. Ooh, this guy, yes, this guy, yeah. Um, actually, but, they, you know, Herdman might actually be more exciting to them than maybe. this guy. Maybe a little Who more knows? current cachet. Mm. Anyway, over. I'm just like I said. I'm just like honestly just excited that there's finally some some rumors, some talk that yeah. things might actually be happening. So that's good. 
Um, let's move on to something else that apparently might be happening. And that's where our good friend Bernie might be going. <laughs> Why does this make me laugh? I don't understand. <laughs> Is it that it's 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 Bernadeski to Bestikas and it's alliterative? Um or just I something about this amuses me. So um there's been lots of rumors about where either of the two uh Italian DPs uh could potentially be heading. Wasn't, um, wasn't sort of baloney sort of definitely one of them as well? I yes, mean, it was definitely Bernie one of them. His, his team's beginning Bernie liked his alliteration. I know. Um so that apparently kind of kind of fell through. Um uh, but now, this is apparently apparently Bastikas has even like they've 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 reached out to to Toronto and they they have like a, a you know a suggested deal in place and all these things. Um, although, of course, offering him far less money than he makes here because no one else will pay you that kind of money. Mm. Um, Very important it's, it's, factor. It's, it's a fancy cage, but it's a cage. Exactly. <laughs> he gets, he's got some pretty good room to fly around, so. Sure, yeah, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting that that is sort of the, the, the latest suitor. Um, like, I think, I think we're all of the understanding that at least one of them is gone by the end of the season, if not both. Mm. I mean, is there nobody in Saudi Arabia that wants to, uh, to sign Apparently, Bernie? Oh, appara apparently Insigne might be going to Saudi Arabia. Ah, uh, okay. Sure. Sure, why not? Mm -hmm. um, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I just, like, sure, go for it. Like, I, I feel like I'm... I, I find my reaction to both of them and their situation to be I'm I'm strangely like apathetic about it. Like I'm upset that two players that I thought were going to do good things and have shown some flair and have shown some obviously they're talented um and at different times I've been like oh my god yes like I this is this is great but like I feel like we talked about this a few weeks ago, just like how the, the bloom came off the rose so quickly. Um, and that, you know, Bob Bradley's ouster did nothing to fix it. Because that was apparently the problem, right? Is that they did not want to play for Bob Bradley, or at least Berendeski didn't. And that seems to have done nothing to fix it. So what's, you know, what is actually the problem then? Are they just disenchanted? Are they just like done with being in MLS? Which, you know, I get. Lots of players come here and are like, what the fuck is this? Um, but it's, it's, it is frustrating, uh, the chaos that it has plunged the team into. You know, and again, it's not just on them. There's lots of, it's Toronto, there's lots of chaos to be shared with everybody. But... Mm -hmm. You know, like when they leave, because I, I, I feel like they're both going to. I'm going to be a bit sad that it didn't work out, but not like, don't go. But also, I'm also not in the, huh, don't let the door kick you in the ass, you know, or hit you in the ass on the way out. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't know why I'm not. people in the ass. Like, right? 
Like, I don't, I don't, like, should I be more angry? Like, I don't understand. Like, are you guys, are you guys angry? Um, uh, angry's harsh. Um, you know, it hasn't worked out. I, I feel like it, you talked about the, the bloom coming off the rose. I don't feel like it was ever really there for uh, Insigne. I just feel like mm. it, it never got going for him at all with injuries or just uh, it never looked like he was enjoying himself. Uh, Bernie, yeah, it did. Sort of last year and the start of this year, he at least gave the public appearance of that he's all freaking enjoying himself and uh, having fun and everything. And yet, all of a sudden, you know. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I I am not, uh, you know, passionate enough about TFC to to get angry at uh, these people. May uh, you know, they came here, they took a lot of money, it didn't work out. You know what? Ideally, okay, move on quickly enough. Don't hang around too long. But angry? Nah. Shit happens. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mostly concur with uh, my esteemed colleague. Um, I, as far as like the bloom off the rose, like I often wonder about players when they do come over here. And I mean, yeah, they were getting. And we're getting some really good money to come play here, and that's fine. And you know, this is your job. You should go where the money is. I'm not. I'm not even. This isn't. This is an issue about how much they got paid and what they did with it. I don't. I don't give a fuck about any of that. Genuinely. Um, but as far as like, am I like, am I upset that they're leaving? Well, I don't know how much of a fair shake everything was given. That's mm. clearly what's going to like that's that's behind the closed doors. Yeah. Half of that goes with Bob. You know what I mean? Like we don't I'll never know. And I kind of don't care. And the reason why I don't care is because I've seen enough I've seen enough selective hustle between the two of them where some games mm. one of them is all up and down the pitch trying to do whatever they can because they they see that this game is whether it's salvageable, whether it's winnable whatever the case may be whatever the motivation is don't not it's not important it's that he goes for it that's amazing but it's selective and this team does not need selectivity from the people that they're paying to be leaders that they're paying to be the inspiration on the pitch um so i'm 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 not sad by it if if they can flip them and cut their salary and I don't know like get other DPS like they're not the only two footballers in the world they're just the two we signed um, I'm not like I I I have I have no treasured memories no fuzzies no no remember whens because like they arrived when we were shit and they left and we were arguably worse. Um, and, and when they arrived, it wasn't their fault. And when they left now, some of it's theirs. So y'all want to fuck off. Um, do you need a lift to the airport? Um, I, I just like, if you don't, it's kind of like, if you don't want to be here, don't be here. And it's not like, take your ball and go home, take your ball, play somewhere else. It's fine. This team needs work. This team needs people who are willing to put in the work and, if you're dropping your head after 20 minutes on the pitch and you're the guy who's supposed to score the goals, 
thanks for coming out, but we got 70 more minutes. You know, <laughs> like I just, I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm not, I'm not as emotionally tied to it as maybe some, I don't know if any, if many are, but that's, uh, you know, we don't yeah, get, no, I hear you. I hear you. We don't get relegated. So like, you know, let's see what TFC next season looks like. Sure. Well, TFC potentially for, you know, like TFC have signed a few, a few players, right. You know, a couple of young strikers, um, you know, in hopes that maybe some goals will get scored around here. Cause really nobody else is scoring goals. So how would you like to have back someone who was proven that he can score goals for Toronto proven he can score goals in this league um, who loves to post on his Instagram, who still has a house here in Toronto and has apparently wanted to play again for Toronto mm. for at least the last two years. That's right. No, it's Seba time. Uh, one of the um, Rosario? I just asking <laughs> for a friend. <laughs> so apparently, um, you know, and, and I, I, I give this, I do give this to Seba. He has been very consistent in saying he wants to play for Toronto again. No other team ever comes up. He doesn't talk about playing for anybody else. He wants to play for Toronto. And whether it's because it's convenient and he lives here, um, I don't know. Um, but I just want to play. Again. I just want to play for the team that is the shortest commute. Thank you. Like yes, uh, exactly. I, <laughs> I don't. Who's got time to get on planes? Nobody. Uh, um, he could play for York United. <laughs> <laughs> Not if he lives in Oakville, no. <laughs> oh, he's in Oakville, um, okay. Then no, Hamilton. He, he can play Go on. He lives yeah. play somewhere in Toronto, I think. Um, Burlington have a League One team. Yeah. Play, play for them. <laughs> please, please. That would be amazing. Do you thought he had a problem getting team? service from, from, from crap TFC players <laughs> when he got here? I can't imagine how he's going to deal with a bunch of high school kids and university kids trying to do the same thing. Anyway, so Seba is, while not training with the team yet, um, the team is letting him use the training facility up at the BMOT G. That's um, nice. And are apparently, you know, keeping an eye on him to see what his fitness levels are like. Now, I say fucking do it give him a bit of money till the end of the season because they can do that zero obligation contract they have that ability honestly how bad can he be compared to everything else that's going on with toronto little pr little goodwill little you know rose-colored nostalgia like that's why victor vasquez is here Kristen. how's that working out (laughs) Yeah, but Seba doesn't have a history of back issues. Victor Vasquez does. <laughs> now, a history of chasing the money, sure. Um, they both share that. But um, I think, like, and also, you tell me that MLS head office does not want to see, potentially, depending on his fitness levels, Seba go up against a Messi because Toronto yes. still has to go to my... Isn't Toronto still playing Miami later on this month? Sure, but 
there's plenty of other players in MLS who would be more exciting than than Seba to go against Messi. Uh, that's to be determined, Dunk. Let's find out if you get the match fitness, and I may disagree with you then. But in, you know, like it's, mm. it's, it's there's time. Yeah. I don't expect it. it. I genuinely don't expect yeah. it. Like basically a month Insigne from now. Versus, Insigne versus Messi. That's a, a bit of a you know something you can build a narrative around. True. You know, given the to just big names or what have you. Seba, I uh, I'm sure he was good here. But like you know, that's got a few years ago though, and you know. No one, no one would have ever really cared about Saber versus Messi back in the uh, Europe days. Like, yeah, yeah, I guess. I, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. It to me, it's. I think that I want to see that because it's kind of funny, um, and and, and the, the comedy being the league MVP from five six years ago versus the league MVP of the next three. Like that, that part is funny because like, that's not really a comparison. That's not something you can actually do. Cause Seba let's, let's just, just let's disregard the fact at his peak. Let's just remove that and say present day Seba is present day Seba really going to be the thing. That's like, ha, we've got the, we've got the counter antidote to Lionel Messi world cup winner, golden boot winner, roll up the win rim winner. Like he, the guys won everything. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like that it's still, it's still miles apart comparison. Even if Seba was in his prime, it's still miles apart comparison. Being the best player in MLS is not the same as being the top 20 player on the planet or in the top five or the top one. So it's still funny to think like that's a narrative that we're going to, that somebody, maybe not us, maybe not TFC, maybe not even MLS, but somebody's going to use that. And I was like, that's adorably hilarious. You really think that's even close to being the same. That's not, that's not. It's like having the toughest guy in your village fight Mike Tyson. Yeah. He's the toughest guy in your village, but he never left the fucking village guys. That's why he wasn't a boxer. It, it's that. So like, I, I I would love to see it because it would be funny. It genuinely would be funny. Not because I think Toronto FC will win the game and Messi won't score a goal because Seba had the ball all game. <laughs> no. No, not at all. Yeah, agreed. I, I don't see okay, that. Okay, but as that, a, that, as ma- a that match person. aside. Denied. That, fine. But bring Seba back for two months? Three months, whatever yeah. it is, two months. <laughs> I'm I'm here, like I'm here for it. And like I, I I am I think I say they just do it. I really I'm, do. The main reason why I'm here for for it is because, um, a couple reasons. One, it can't get worse. Really can't. I mean, statistically, I suppose we can sink all the way to the bottom, but <laughs> we're still not making the playoffs. Um, no. Two, maybe the guy who actually wanted to play here wanted to stay here retires from here like retires as a, as as a Toronto player which there's a, there's a poetry to it and i'm sure you can have all that that goodwill probably won't cost all that much and if they're worried they can just put incentives in it like minutes or substitutions or goals scored or whatever it takes if seba can bag 10 goals between now and the end of the season one hilarious he's been sitting in fucking oakville for like 3 years 
And yeah. two, <laughs> like heroes welcome that that nobody expected. Um, so like the the risk the risk is limited. The only thing is, can he get to match fitness? Is he ma- Will he be match fit? Could he play forty five minutes? Um, I don't see a downside to it. I really don't. Um, but at the same time too, like if it becomes, you know, D-roll round two where we sign him and he comes on the pitch and he's good for half an hour and that's like, oh, oh no, he, he shouldn't, he probably shouldn't be playing or at least yeah. not sucked in this early. Then like, you'll know, you'll know fairly quickly, but like there's there's no there's no downside to this like if we're losing three nothing you put them on the pitch and they score one did it matter no we were still losing by three yeah that's- agreed that, that that's basically how i would see it going is probably the that demo came back of experiment is like ah yeah yeah not actually gonna uh, impact things at all are you at uh, i, I mostly know, Duncan, i mostly bring it up because um, it it broke my heart a little when he when he came back and that it's like it wasn't even like he didn't I knew he wasn't going to resume service but it was never mm-hmm. close he probably had like two really good moments in that entire second phase of his Toronto FC career mm-hmm. and it's like this is a this is a shell of a former All Star yeah and and it that that hurt but also to yeah. Dero had in had injuries he was also not getting field time at his previous clubs so like it we should have known better but we still took the chance and also it was a chance to make up make some goodwill for a guy that kind of screwed over yeah. anyway this is kind of this isn't quite the same because but yeah I, yeah i i, I dero was just the easy top of mind thing to go to not a lot of players ever come back like to to the club and MLS because it's a it's they're all franchises so like you know who's who's really going to come back and if they do come back do they get do they have do they have the same reverence in their name as they did when they left and this is just one of those few opportunities where the guy literally lives down the fucking road yeah <laughs> and I say that because that applies to all three of us he lives down yeah the road. I know I know I, I again I'm I I when this all started two years ago I I was pretty much just do it like. Seriously, it sounds like he will take just about any amount of money to do this. Fucking let him. You have the money. I, I just, I, I, I just don't see a downside on this. You again, you sign him till the end of the season, so whoever's the new coach doesn't have to deal with him next year. If he, you know, I just, to me, there's no downside. Just fucking do it. Just throw him some mm-hmm. money. He doesn't need much. It's fine. Give him a tiny yeah. little motorcycle. It'll be good. He can he can come in and uh, you know maybe the, we'll, we'll win a free kick and he'll get to take it and like hit it into the wall. Lovely, just like old times. It'll be great. <laughs> Left corner, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He'll always you know he'll he'll go uh, to the wall side, but it'll hit the wall about shoulder height. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. I I do miss those days. I do miss mm. the Duncan Seba free kick predictions in mm. fr- in the stands. That oh that God. was that the, was the accuracy was uncanny. Every match, we would just look and, at Duncan. And, and? and full disclosure, <laughs> full disclosure, for those of you who did not have the pleasure of sitting around us in those days, some of those were very specific and 100% correct. And until you're there and experiencing it live and in person, 
you have no idea how delightful it is to listen to Dunk. <laughs> Give a prediction. It's it's gonna be low. It's gonna hit the it's gonna hit the guy in the far left of the wall, but it's gonna be near his groin. Bang! And he goes down <laughs> over because it wasn't near his groin. It was his groin, but it was so funny as fuck because Duncan called it. Legend. Absolutely. It was pretty great. Yeah. yeah. And then I just went against my instincts and you know, I think it was the MLS Cup final and said, all right, well, nothing's happening. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. You know, he'll actually score this free kick. No, no, he won't. But uh, you know, I remember it just needed some kind of like optimism that something would work out. So I actually predicted he would actually score one and uh, it didn't. But oh well. Next year it turned out okay. So hooray. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Mm. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll probably talk about this some more next week. Uh, but let's move on to sure. um, the men's national team. Remember them? Um, I hear they're going to play. Coach. They might be. I know. Uh, they're going to play Japan in a friendly um, in October uh, as preparation for. And I I sort of forget that Nations League exists, even though we've been to our share of Nations League matches. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ, is the Nations League starting up again? Yes. Uh. In preparation for the 2023-24 CONCACAF Nations League. Yay! <laughs> Aren't you excited? Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you know, booked a game against Japan. The, uh, everyone must be pretty happy with the CSA that they've gone ahead and done that. I, yes, you know, yes, Japan are a, exactly. Japan are a good team. This is a, a you know, this is a, a good... Uh, level, I would suggest for uh, you know the team Canada should be playing against. It's probably not Agreed. cheap to get. Probably not cheap to get Japan to be able to play against them. So well done, CSA. I'm sure everyone, everyone is full of praise for them. Yes, so happy about this. Like mm. you've no idea the 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 excitement. Um, yeah, that's been around this match. Um, except for apparently. It's going to be the only match, at least currently, the only match that they play in the upcoming two international windows. They're not going to play anything at all in the September window, apparently. So that's fun. Um, and I, I, I see. A, I'm just like reading an article here. They go on. This is like the, Canadian Soccer Daily, Waking the Red, whatever it is exactly, who knows these it days. Is, I don't know, it's half a, of one, half know, of the other. Yeah. Now, you know, that means while Canada's fellow National League's quarterfinalists, US and USA and Mexico, each warm up with two friendlies in September and another two in October, Canada play just once in that whole time span. Okay, why the fuck are we comparing ourselves to USA and Mexico? We all know they've got more money than us. True. Better managed. They've got their own issues, but they're, they're better at bringing money in at least. Yeah. They've, they've got more money to be kind of like wasting and not doing good jobs with. I, you know, what exactly are people expecting? Like the players are demanding a bigger and bigger share of the money. Fair enough. That means there's going to be less money to be able to do for this sort of things. I mean, you know, Canada is where it is, which is, you know, they've put themselves in this position where, <laughs> yeah, we've got no money, but we've got this exact amount of much money. However well you do, we're always just going to have this little amount of money. So, meh, I, why are people like getting angry now? Oh, my God, you're only playing one? 
we, we know what the situation is. It's shit, and it's it's the CSA's fault. Absolutely, but why are people getting pissed off? Oh, Mexico and US can, can do this. Of course they can. They've got more fucking money. What exactly do you want the CSA to do at this point? Yeah. I, yeah. Can either just, you know, give the players zero fucking money and then maybe be able to, you know, arrange some matches or, uh, you know, warm-up tournaments or, you know, longer camps or what have you for them. Or, you know, maybe give the players a bunch of money and you can't afford to do this. You probably uh, you can't really afford to do either of them, given their uh, their financial situation. But yeah, I yeah, it's it's a shit situation. But I I find the sort of new fresh outrage every time something comes along a little tiring. Really, you know, I, we are where we are. I yeah, Japan's a good team to play against. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think I think it's a good I think it's a good friendly they secured. I do think it's unfortunate. I'm not expecting them to parrot um, the states or or Mexico, but I do think it's unfortunate that they can't figure something out for both windows. Just in terms of you know more more time to evaluate players, see what the squad's looking like going forward, especially coming off the Gold Cup. Um, I think. You know, the more you can play together, obviously, is is the better, right? Um, but yeah, I feel like the whole situation is a big giant mess. Um, so yeah, yay! Mm. But anyway, yeah, got a game in Japan. That'll be uh, yep. interesting. Good. That's a start. That's something. Yeah, maybe if the women had pulled the finger out and got themselves and won the World Cup, there'd be a bit more money so that uh, we could have done this for the men. Maybe. I... Duncan, stop it. Don't your mic. All right. I mean, you know, Alfonso so... Davies probably not going to be very happy with his paycheck from this particular World Cup, is he? I... Probably not, no. Anyway, um, all right. Well, speaking of cups, hey, League's Cup, that thing that we're really not talking about at all. But um, on now and later on this evening, day of recording, um, are the two semifinal matches. Uh, one between uh, Miami and uh, Philadelphia. Yes, Miami are winning. Yes, Messi has scored a goal. But he didn't score the first goal. So his goal is not the winning goal right now. So take that. Um, but later on this evening, uh, Jacob Schaffelberg's Nashville SC are playing CF Monterey, which is the only League MX side left. So we're all Team Monterey, right? Mm. Yeah. Fuck the sure. MLS sides. Oh, 100. <laughs> There's no solidarity. Just, okay, good. I'm just making sure. I'm just checking. That's, that's really the only mention I, I wish to make. And, and we'll, we'll I mean, whatever. We'll, we'll mention it next week just to see what happened. But I mean, yeah. unless unless you're unless you are like you you just don't like Monterey because you know their cheese pissed you off or <laughs> you know whatever reason you have, I can't I can't imagine anybody who's got league solidarity. I just and if they do. Why? Why would you support such a weird structured league that's got such so many stupid rules? Yeah, 
Has your club has your club signed anybody for a bag of Tam lately? Like, fuck off. Monterey for life. League MX. <laughs> Which is not a perfect league either. I, I know that. But yeah, no, I don't I don't I don't care about these other three teams in the slightest. Uh, I just been clicking on links and what have you here. You go to so MLSsoccer.com, just the, the main front page. The very first thing to right at the top, become a Lionel Messi insider. Gross. Really? Yeah, it's kind of gross. Mm. Ew. No. Don't miss a minute of action and blah, 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 blah. You know, the Messi insider. Get the best Messi coverage straight to your inbox. No. Yeah, I'm married. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess. MLS is going all about uh, MLS, uh, Lionel Messi. I, mm. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, is Good. understandable, but <laughs> it's ridiculous just how, how, how oh my God, they're yeah. going with it. Yeah. It's messy league soccer. That's that's what it yes. is. MLS. <sighs> I just yeah. really, really, really want to sell my ticket next year for so much money so much money that's i i i think that's happening I, honestly i i just that's and i'm i'm going to i i just can't wait to break children's hearts the the two or three that i can think of who think i'm taking who think i'm taking them to that game <laughs> and, and and i say this is somebody that legitimately got teary when argentina won the world cup when he would to see him win the world cup because as a player, especially for, you know, like whatever, for Argentinians, other club play, a huge fan of his. I've watched, you know, we've all watched him play for years, but I do not care. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what, Christian, this is your chance to see Leon Messi play in person. I'm like, mm-hmm. I know, but, but like just the hype machine is so obnoxious and so irritating that I, yeah, I think I would rather make money off of this. Also, I'm very poor. So, you know, the, the idea that I could make some money off of something is exciting to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I don't hate it as much as, uh, you know, fucking Ibrahimovic coming over yeah. and everyone's, oh, it's all about him. You know, because fuck that guy. I don't feel fuck that guy about Messi at all. So, yeah, all right. I, oh. You know, generally quite likely on Messi, but Jesus fucking Christ, calm down. And like, uh, and but you know, yeah, agreed. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's over the top right now. Uh, but uh, that's probably never ever going to change, is it? Well, no, probably, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think that oh, you know, eventually it'll calm down. But no, no, they will yeah. ride this one uh, as long as they can. Absolutely. Mm. All right. Um, especially. Said, oh my God! Can if, you imagine? Can if you... Luis Suarez comes. I'm on board. I fucking love Luis Suarez. Uh, so if he does actually like come over here to join Miami or whoever, then yeah, all right. No, I'm interested. Messi, I, I like him. He's fine. You know, he's clearly a very good player. I've got nothing against him, but uh, you know, Luis Suarez, yes. In. <laughs> Let's move on. Anyway, the semifinals, the Women's World Cup semifinals, uh, one of which was this morning, uh, which was Spain beating Sweden uh, in the final minutes. So this was, uh, I woke up, I overslept my alarm 
so the game's very hazy for me i was i probably should have just gone straight back to bed but i was like oh what soccer right stumbled out to the living room vaguely remember watching soccer and then i went back to bed i was like anyway um it uh all three goals were scored in the last 10 minutes Mm-hmm. it was just like nothing 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 and like the first half what i saw of the first half was quite frankly snore worthy anyway um it's so lucky i didn't fall immediately back to sleep um i only saw the highlights the first half highlights were over very very quickly because there was very nothing to quickly. highlight <laughs> No, like no. Mar- like march out referee and the players march out grab the ball blow the whistle a kick show a couple passes and, and that's basically pass. it yeah yeah okay. um that, that sounds about right <laughs> and then um a large part of the second half was like that as well until things finally started to to happen um but uh the the young uh, Paraliolo, uh, who scored in the previous game, she um, uh, she scored the first goal in this match, um, and uh, it was you know again she's she's definitely started to come into her own uh, tournaments going on, um, but it was like oh, and then a couple few minutes later, Sweden ties it up. Oh. But then, like less than a minute or a minute and a half later, um, who was it? Carmona scored, and then they 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 won. Ha ha! Triumph and wonderful. Um, and it is very exciting. Um, couple couple interesting facts though. Um, uh, Sweden has now lost in four or five semifinals. Um, but this is just the Sweden, first game. Sweden has made five semifinals. That's pretty good. Yes, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the first game at a Women's World Cup where the first goal of a match was scored in the final 10 minutes and ended with three goals scored. Yeah, yeah I guess that, that probably doesn't happen often in any no. games, really. But, no. uh, yeah. so that's, yeah. that's, that's, your fun, that's your fun fact of the day. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Anyway, I, I so... just, uh, again, just talk about, I watched the highlights, and I feel like basically the highlights just... All right, it, it showed the uh, the Sweden goal, and then just sort of kept going with the basic celebrations and maybe a, a replay or two, and just the commentary. And there was just no. All right, no, let's jump to Spain goal. It just was able to carry forward. It's like, yes. oh, hey, Sweden, this, Sweden, this. Okay, anyway, oh, Spain, Spain have got a corner now, so you know maybe something might happen. You know, hold itself. Sweden don't switch off. And oh, hey, check it out, Sweden scored. Zero breaking yeah. <laughs> commentary for a you know, like ten minute highlight session. Zero yeah. breaking commentary between two goals. That's, That's kind of delightful. Fine. Doesn't happen often. I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, so yeah, so did, uh, Sweden definitely did switch off for that uh, corner. It was uh, not well defended for the winning goal. And so Spain are now through to their first ever uh, women's World Cup final. Mm. Delightful. Congratulations. Um, and they will play one of either Australia or England who play tomorrow morning, Wednesday morning, day after recording at 6 a.m. Um, I will be, I'll, I've already set my alarm. I'll be getting up for that. And um, I, I, I'm, I'm expecting a good match. I really am. Um, uh, 
does anyone have players to watch for this other than like say Sam Kerr and I don't know Beth England? <laughs> Just those are easy. <laughs> Russo from England's last match, you know, she was a terror. Uh, as was Hemp, they were both really involved uh, a lot against Colombia. Um, and then Gory for Australia has been very involved. Um, and just causing chaos as far as I'm concerned. So, um, and both keepers like uh, Earp and uh, and Arnold are both, you know, they're top flight keepers. Um, so I don't know. I, I, th I still think, I think there'll be goals in this one. Like, I feel like this should be, I don't think there'll be a clean sheet for either side in this one. So I, I just, I don't. Yeah, probably not. I would, I would suggest low scoring, but there'll be some goals. I think, you know, yeah. Australia will be freaking out there and kind of taking it to England, I think. Um, but maybe not quite perhaps with the uh, the quality to really be able to make it count, which maybe is dependent on, you know, can her start and play the game uh, yes. rather than just like, having to come on. So because, you know, if she is there, then, okay, there's that quality that might actually be able to... Uh, you know, take advantage of uh, things. But, um, yeah, it's, it's one of the things I think, you know, there'll be a lot of Australian huffing and puffing, but it doesn't quite work out. And eventually England uh, win, um, perhaps on penalties. Uh, I would say at most 2-1, but probably 1-1 going to extra time penalties and uh, England win. Predictions. Uh, I didn't maybe win at the prediction stage yet, but that's what it is. Well, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Um, I don't. I don't have much to add to all that. Um, players to watch. I'm going to go with Arnold for for Australia, and I'm going to go with uh, Antonio Walsh uh, for uh, England. <laughs> um, uh, not that you one. Go, you can't go wrong with the Tony Walsh. Oh, never. Exactly. No, no. Yeah, except never. that one or the other one. But you mm, can't go. Mm. Can't go wrong. Um, uh, I don't, I don't, I would be shocked if this goes to penalties. I feel like both teams have got the ability to just put the son of a bitch to bed real quick. Um, I want I, at this point, I would like Australia to win just because it's a feel good story, but I think England will do the business. It's the head versus heart thing. So head says England, heart says Australia. So I'm going to go with England. But I will not be upset at the outcome, I feel. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't think I'd be upset with either outcome, really, you know. England win, great, sure. You know, England lose, that's always you know kind of funny to me as well, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like, I, I'm sort of I sort of go back and forth on this one too, because I'm like, you know. England were one of my picks going into this World Cup as as a potential winner, just because they'd had you know they've had some serious success lately and they'd looked in such good form, and they sort of started wobbly, but they really seem to have um, found their found their footing. Uh, you know, again, that's what you want in tournament play, right? You just want to get better as you roll through it. So, um, but they've both. I think I yeah I think I want Australia to win, but I think England's going to win. 
to one. Agreed. Okay. Yeah, I'm with it. Good talk. Good talk. Sweet. Um, the final is this Sunday at, I think, again, six o'clock in the morning or something. Um, Spain versus England. That is correct. Spain versus England, right? Like that's that's basically Mm. what we think is happening. I think so. So if it's Spain versus England, who you got? Probably England. But again, I'd be fine either way. I like Spain. I'm going with I'm going with Spain. I enjoyed England, uh, you know, losing and the England media uh, doing its thing. Yeah, yeah I think uh, I just hope everybody has fun. If it's Spain, England, <laughs> I hope I just hope both teams have fun, make friendships along the way, you know, that kind of thing. Um, pick a winner. Oh man, that sucks. I I'm gonna go with England. Not to be contrarian, it's just I don't know. I can just see them winning it more so than I can see Spain winning it. Not that Spain don't deserve it. Fair. Fair. Mm-hmm. Non answers for the win. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I will not commit to this. Back to you. <laughs> I I will allow it. So there. Um... Ah, suck it, Tony. <laughs> Man, did he he miss a good show to be non-committal? Right. It's like it's like made for him. I've got uh-huh. I've got license, and he's just got seething jealousy. Seething, <laughs> not just regular off the shelf jealousy. He's got. The stuff behind the counter that you have to get a prescription. Oh, for. no. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I suspect. Yeah, that seems, that, that seems totally reasonable. Um, okay. So one last thing. Uh, we haven't talked about uh, a TFC match for a while. Um, but they have one this Sunday. Speaking of matches on Sunday. But later on. You can get up, watch the World Cup, have a nap. Go about your day, and then if you want, if you need something likely distressing to cap off your Sunday night. Also, if you wish to go to the X, because that's right, the X Games are upon us. Yeah, not the I forgot. You want. No, not, no, not, not, not those the ones. Skateboarders. Nope. Nope. No, nope. that would be good. That would be great. Um. So the CNE starts this week. Yay. And as usual, Toronto play Montreal um, during the CNE because they pretty much always do. Um, And uh, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's Sunday night. So, you know, yay, good for you. Um, I'm not going because I'm going to go see Patty Smith, um, which I feel is a better use of my time. So there's that. But it is generally, and it does feel a little weird to not go see Toronto play Montreal just because they 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 tend to be exciting games because the history, the two teams don't like each other. Um, 
Montreal who started, you know, I don't know, it's Montreal who sort of looked good for a while, but have, they've stumbled of late as well. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's a kind of up in the air sort of match in terms mm. of that. Um, I mean, as you said, they're, they're generally a bit more high event kind of games. Yeah. Random things can happen and interesting things uh, could could uh, could happen but uh, yeah who knows one of the things about this match other than the fact that you know your ticket does get you into the cne so you could spend the whole day at the cne standing in endless lines for rides that you probably don't want to go to um or for tiny tom's donuts which admittedly are delicious um or in the food building eating random we can get all the things you can get at any mall food court if you just try. <laughs> oh, and spaghetti. You can get spaghetti. Don't forget the spaghetti. Oh, is, 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 you know what? I haven't seen a single breathless, oh, the foods you must try at the X article yeah. yet so far this year. And I feel so blessed yeah. for not having oh, seen any of them. I'm I'm sure I'm sure they're still I'm sure they're just putting on the finishing touches. On the uh, free uh, this range, year's, this, squirrel, this year's deep the fried free range squirrel stir fry that they're that the one booth has. Ooh, I'm sure it's, you know, when the squirrel is nice and lean, like let me tell you, this is true. But it's the amount of peanut crushed peanuts that they put in it just seems really offensive. They're trying to kill people. Are they? Yes, I, hmm. <laughs> probably. Oh, um. But one of the interesting uh, little sub-stories for this weekend's match against Montreal is the possible return of Michael Bradley. That's right. Apparently, uh, he participated in an intra-squad match this past weekend. He's back in full training, and the expectation is that he'll be available this weekend versus Montreal. Well, it's 2017. Sam is back. Bradley's back. I, um, you know, yeah. And it, turn, and it turned out, and it turns out Vasquez has been faking it, just waiting for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. Uh, for some reason, the three of them cr- create a Voltron of just destruction, and they they win like the last seven games in a row. Still not enough to make the playoffs, but they do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm all for a good Hollywood comedy script here. So, um, yeah, sorry, Duncan, you were saying. Was I? I, I don't know. I don't think I was. But I uh, feel like I cut you off. Yeah, no, it's yeah. You know, hey, Bradley's back. I ooh, yeah. Um, but you know what? It, like, it'll probably help. But it yeah. will. I yeah, really think. Yeah. I genuinely think they have absolutely missed his presence. He was actually having, and again, you know how much it pains me to say nice things about yeah. Michael Bradley, but um, he was having a good season. Things have certainly got worse since he was injured. Like was was Michael Bradley the, the the linchpin all along? <laughs> um, he was the linchpin from. Um, draws to abject mediocrity i think I would, <laughs> it's it's not that he was the linchpin between success and failure it was <laughs> it was the linchpin between showing up for class and bombing out um so i mean i'm happy to see him back because he was having a very good season um and 
I had, I feel like last season I could have, if he had, if he had called it, called it a career, I wouldn't have been like, all right, well, thanks. But he'd been having a really good first half of the season before, uh, before, before his injury and his uh, Welsh adventure. Um, to be fair, <laughs> right. I feel like, I feel like Michael Bradley <laughs> playing and playing at a seven out of 10 he looked like an all-star against everybody else who was suffering around six and five. Oh yeah. John Johnson, not, notwithstanding. I mean, it's a fucking no. everybody legend. Rem- exactly. People who just worship him and just get on with it. Yes. We're sorry, Sean. We're so, so, so sorry. Oh my God. He looks so the sorry. Blanket, by the way, he thought that was really nice. Aww. But the Squishmallow, he just, he left, I think he gave it away. I didn't see him with it later. Anyway, that's, 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 that's fair. That's fair. He made someone it, else's it day extra, with it. That's okay. You know, yeah. For those of you who are confused, it was a tweet. You had to be there. <laughs> um, But anyway, so I, I like genuinely interested to see and, and like, Again, I won't be at the match because I'm going to be seeing Patty Smith, um, but I will watch this match back. Or at the yeah. very least, obviously, I'll watch the highlights, but I think I will try to watch this match back, especially if Riley plays um, and maybe one of the new kids plays or something. But um, I'm I'm glad that he is, from the sounds of it, healthy enough for this to happen because um, it's... The hope is, is that a player doesn't just sort of finish their season, potentially their career, just like they got injured and they never came back. And that sucks. You know? That sucks. Mm-hmm. True. And What better way to finish your career than coming back and playing out the string amidst an absolute shit show of a team? That's how that's how Perfect. I want to end it. He's got to do something before yeah. he takes over as coach, Duncan. Come on now. Mm. Good point. Good point. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's move on to players to watch um, for this match, and and I'm going to go first with um, someone whose name first name should be, and I hope that's his nickname, or at least his parents, his parents' friends uh, for Bo Duke. Hmm. I don't yeah. know where Luke Duke is. Uh, maybe, maybe you know Roscoe P. Coltrane got him, but uh, Bo Duke, he's uh, that's who I'm watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bryce. I know <laughs> Bryce. Whatever. Your name yeah. is Bo, and you know it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but there's, there's, uh, there's a lack of good comedy names. I, I'm just going to go with the uh, sort of. Rommel Kyoto, he's only played like seven games. Is he actually still with the team? Because I see within the list here, they've got Kamal Miller listed on the team. And yeah, he's not no, there. He's not there. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, if Kyoto is actually there, probably him. Um, Samuel Piet, who we were talking about the game, you know, mm-hmm. it's a high event game. The events are often not about class, it's more about uh, feistiness. So yes. yeah, it could be uh, you know, somebody uh, definitely a player to watch in the no right shit might get uh, a little bit violent and feisty. He's, he could be good for that. Um uh, okay. Rudy, 
Rudy Camacho, 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 however you say his last name, there was talk that he was angling to leave. So I'm curious to see how he plays. Um, but he was decided, you know, he wanted to, he wanted out of Dodge. So he's one of my others. And then Lapalainen, just because I like saying his name. The fun Finnish names are fun to say. Let's be they fair. They are fun. Um, Lassie Lapalainen, like, come on. Come yeah, on. no, I, I, I feel like, I feel like that's, if that's not an, if that's not an F one racer, I don't know what is. <laughs> told me, oh, did did you see Lassie Lapalainen? I say, oh yeah, didn't he do really good in 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 the in the Grand Prix? Um, he he lapsed that line and guy, but multiple times. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So, uh, I'll, I'm going to pick Tony's uh, player to watch, and it's uh, Usman Jabang. Um, <gasps> right there, it's just right. He plays, he's got one game, I don't even know. <laughs> Nine um, minutes, uh, but uh, um, <laughs> but I feel like the name that we've I don't feel like we've ever said this. Um, Elias Eliadis, um, that Wait, is who? that's a full ass name, Elias Eliadis. Holy crap, he's from the island of Toronto, Ontario. Um, he's uh, not Get Greek out. at all. I mean, he's Greek, but probably not from Greece. Um, yeah. Not from the old country. Oh, I'm disappointed. I really wanted him to be like some kid from. Yes, Eliadis. I mean, that if that's not a a a Bob Bobson thing, I you know that's what, a great that's fucking phenomenal. name. What a great name. I like but, to, to you know, click on the link on him. Position detail oh, unknown. Preferred side unknown. Oh, it says he's been loaned out. out. Oh what? Yeah. Yeah. To who? Why are, there, why are there not more details, MLS? Go back. They don't even know what position he plays, Kristen. You can't expect him to notice to know where he's got loaned out to. Disappointed. But the mm. okay, so the actual player I'm I'm watching is uh Schwenier the Lesser. Yes. I'm yes, always watching Schwenier the Lesser. Indeed. Just so I can be reminded constantly how we have the better brother in Hamilton. <laughs> Suck it, Matthew. Suck it. There's apparently a uh, John Aniel Assi. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I like that. Oh, names are fun. Yeah. Uh, so Montreal are currently just below DC, um, so they're just outside the playoff spot. DC holding down the last position at the moment. Um, But yeah, Montreal, it eh, doesn't matter. Uh, how did Montreal do on the road? Oh, actually, Montreal have a shit record away. So Toronto has a tiny little chance. Which brings me to score predictions for this one. <laughs> how badly did Toronto lose? 2-0. And uh, with a combined three players sent off. Ooh. Oh, I like it. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Um, I'm gonna say, um, let's see, two nil for Montreal. Um, even though they're shit on the road. Have you met Toronto? So, um, I, uh, I'm, I've, I'm no longer believe in the slump buster uh, for Toronto. Um, we are everyone else's, and uh, and I hope. Um, where uh whoever goes to this game 
really enjoys the X. I mean, really enjoys the X. Such yeah. that when you, <laughs> you go, when you go home <laughs> that night and somebody asks you, "Oh, how was your day?" The story you tell people is like, "Oh yeah, went to the X, got a corn dog." You don't even mention the game. It was, the corn dog was that good. Anyway, that's my that's my thoughts. Um, I'm going with a two-two defensive shit show. Um. At least one nice. goal gets called back. I know, I know. Just let me, let me, let me be vaguely optimistic. Um, you've been doing it for ten years. You're used to it by now. Um, and uh, yeah, at least one goal called back. And I agree with Duncan. Well, maybe not three players, but at least one player gets sent off. Um, because that is the Toronto Montreal way. Also, um, 50-50 chance of fan fights in the stands. Oh, 50-50. I, I would probably go a little higher than that. 60% chance? Yeah. 75? Can you go higher? Do you want to go higher? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I've got like 75% chance of some kind of... Uh, some kind of viral ultra, TikTok video. Ultra shenanigans. <laughs> uh, some ultra on else. ultra shenanigans, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That seems reasonable. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, with that, with the with the with the with the promise of ultra shenanigans in the future, um, that is our show for this week. Uh, please join us next week when we uh, recap the Women's World Cup, celebrate whoever won, because I think we're just going to be happy with whoever wins, basically. Yay, um, winning. Yeah. Yay, winning. Yeah. yeah there, there's I, no obvious villain in all of no. this. Out of the three teams left, yeah, I'd be fine with any even winning. Yeah. I'm pretty generally delighted with the whole thing. So, yay. Sweden um, was the boring option, and they're done now. So Seriously, uh, and they're gone, so thank geez. God. Um, <laughs> see uh, what uh, what is either awful or interesting in the land of TFC. There'll probably be something for both category. Um, <laughs> whatever else is happening in the world of footy that uh, interests us. I have been joined by two of our three usual panelists here at the Volk Minority Podcast to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. Also, Mark, did you hear Kristen's going to see Patty Smith? I know. Did you hear? I, I don't think it's something she talks about. But, you know, <laughs> no, no. Um, did I forget to mention that? Mm, she, mm. Patty Smith, really? Yeah. Huh. How come the, I never heard this? The, the, I think this is the first I've heard this. The Irish huh? guy, Paddy Smith. Huh? Oh, he's great. Oh, 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 <laughs> you can't go on with Paddy Smith. That Paddy oh. and his limericks are wonderful, aren't they? Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, out on the tweet machines at Kitnerd Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to all of our supporters via Patreon. We absolutely <laughs> uh, We got a bunch of shirts. You like to wear T-shirts when you're cold? <laughs> Cover your nipples. Well, we got them. And you can find them on our Zazzle shop. You can find them on volcaminority.ca. And uh, I don't know why I'm still doing this accent, but I'm stuck with it. And uh, back to you, Creston. Thank you, Mark. You're ready. But not bad, Mark. Not not bad. bad, Not bad. You held on, actually. I was impressed. It's not not, not good. Not as good as my Scottish one, but it's good. It it, it holds. It holds. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's for me. You can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. Until next week, Canada, get used to it.
potato. <laughs> Fiddle dee dee. Too far. Big horror. 